Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Working our way towards Saturday at Hard Rock Stadium, 8 p.m. kickoff. Hope to see a great crowd out there. Kings are going to wear black. I know fans love the uniform game. So the Kings are going to wear black, the Miami Knights uniform. And it uh, should be a lot of fun. Got a worthy opponent, Georgia Tech. They're coming off a terrible loss. So I always think that when a team comes off a terrible loss, their next game is going to be their best game. That is always going to be the goal. You come off a god-awful loss, then the next time out, you want to play your best game. So I think Miami will get Georgia Tech's best shot. Don Bailey Jr., what do you think? I think, uh, as always, Joe, you're right. <laughs> I <laughs> I think that uh, there's no question about it. Um, you know, their head coach, I watched their post-game press conference, and he was, um, he was all, he was, you could tell this affected him. He made a coaching change uh, it, this early in the season, so that really tells you um, that he was displeased with it, meaning, you know, he changed his defensive coordinator, did some position switching there, and, um you know, historically, Georgia Tech has has always played Miami tough, or Miami's played Georgia Tech tough. And you know, last year, fortunately, Cam Kitchens had had a, a career day, an All American day, and that made things turn out the right way for Miami. But Georgia Tech certainly is not worried about us. I, I had a chance because of the off week to watch them against Ole Miss, and they played a heck of a game there. They probably should have won the, the Louisville game, and. You know, you and I know this because we talk about it all the time when we're not on the air. But you know, to go to Wake Forest and and beat Wake Forest the way that they did—I mean, that was a thirty to sixteen win at Wake Forest, and that that just doesn't happen. And uh, you know, the Louisville game was only a five-point game, um, but it was uh, an impressive an impressive deal. So, I mean. They're a good football team, Joe, and Miami. Miami realizes that. The, the tape, the tape, tells you that in in all but uh, one game because Georgia Tech took over the beginning of that football game against Bowling Green, and after the second drive, they just stopped playing football. Yeah, sometimes you get ahead like that, and all of a sudden you think it's going to be a, an easy day. Next thing you know, you're on the wrong side of it, and uh, sometimes you lose your intensity and all that stuff. Um, uh, Saturday night, Canes are going to wear these uh, black uniforms. That should be a lot of fun to watch. Um, fans love that. Coach Cristobal said on his show, uh, the leadership council wanted to go with these uniforms. They kind of wait for Cam Kitchens to come back. But he has talked a lot about leadership. I want to bring that up because 
you were the captain of your team. Howard Schnellenberger anointed you a team captain on a team full of a bunch of alpha dogs. So Howard Schnellenberger noticed something in you to make you the captain of a really hard-nosed group of guys. So uh, I think that makes you a little bit of an expert on leadership. Maybe dive into that a little bit about what you did as a leader and what you see this team doing with their leadership. Well, when I when I look at the guys that have consistently been tagged as leaders and on this football team, you know, let's just start with Matt Lee and then, of course, Cam Kitchens. And I'm obviously around Matt Lee more than I am Cam Kitchens, but the one thing that they have in common is that neither one of them are ever going to be outworked. And I think that that's in this sport, if you're going to be a leader or you're going to be a captain, you also have to be the hardest working player on the football team, bar none, not your position group. Well, maybe your side of the ball and on the team, you also have to be uh, somebody that's, uh, that's trusted that you're going to go to class and you're going to, you know, if there's a leadership council that you're going to do the right thing and you don't need constant management. So, you know, the controllables in that category are how hard are you going to work? How hard are you going to try? Uh, and what kind of example are you going to lead for the other kids on the football team? And, I, you know, you look at the captains and, you know, Cam Kitchens is a guy that uh, has done that every single time. And, you know, he, he's on the practice field. And if there's an extra rep to be taken, he's the one to be taking. If you, you see Matt Lee and uh, somebody's not moving the way that they should, he's going to address it. And, you know, it has nothing to do with the friendship part of it. You can be friend, you can be the captain and be friends, but you've got to be the captain and be able to tell the people that aren't doing their job that they got to do their job and they better do their job or they can get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's what I see is happening here now. And, you know, one of the things that is important to realize what coach Cristobal is doing. And I really think it's, uh, very unique is that, you know, we, we talk about, well, these guys are football players and they're getting taught to be great football players. No, really, really what I think the genius is, is that he's teaching them to be great leaders. Now you can't have a room, you know, can't have a team with a, a hundred leaders. There's going to be guys that, that get to the top and there's got to be guys that are going to lead the, lead, lead the charge. But when they leave, these young men leave school here, they can certainly be a leader, you know, in whatever field they take. But, uh, you know, he spends a lot of time with his leadership council and making sure that they read the right things, that they understand it. He, there, he personally is involved in it. And you're getting a master's degree in um, leadership, and he's, he's tutoring those guys, and it's an honor to be on that leadership committee. It's an honor to be a captain. And just as soon as you're on it, you can be removed to it. It's a, you know, it's not uh, once you're on it, that doesn't mean you're on it forever. You've got to, you've got to keep it and you've got to earn it. And I think that's what you're seeing right now, Joe, is that the players that he went out, go back again to, to a Matt Lee, he doesn't need management. Javion Cohen doesn't need management. Francisco Maui Goa is, doesn't need the management. Uh, you've got, you've got guys that are, that have come in and, you know, Henry Parrish, you look at what he brought last year, and here he is, a, 
um, in a room full of competition. He has a career high last, you know, last time out against Temple. And um, you're starting to see this, and it's coming together. And, and it's, not, it's not an accident. It's not a fluke. And it's planned. And uh, you're on the leadership council or you're a captain. I don't think really there's – I don't think there's a higher honor that you can receive. And I don't think that there's um, really a tougher job that can be asked to be done because you've got to be – you've got to be different than everybody else. How'd you do it? Were you vocal? I mean, you had a team – Mark Rick, Jim Kelly, uh, an up-and-coming Vinny Testaverde. I think Tony Ciccolo might have been on that team. Uh, he was, yeah. J- was Jay Brophy on that team? Kenny Calhoun, Ronnie LaPette. You were surrounded by some uh, Alvin Ward, uh, yeah. John K and I, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing guys out there. So uh, how, how did you do it? I, ju- I just <laughs> – I went to work, man. I mean, and I mean that sincerely. You know, I I remember I was thinking it was funny you bring this up, and I was thinking about this today, or uh, over the weekend or whatever, and about what when the change, like when the change took place, like when when did you see it go from a coach-led team to a player-led team? And we heard Coach Cristobal talk about that, and I remember. Um, oddly enough, it was, it was my junior year and we were getting ready to, to play Penn state. And I think we, you know, I think we beat that they were ranked number one at that time. And you'll remember more than I will, but they were ranked number one at the time. And going up to that football game, I think we had East Carolina the week before and coach, I mean, on, on Thursday and we leave on Friday. Now, Thursday, we were going live one-on-one goal line and he was really just he was grinding us um before that game and heck we went up to east carolina and we barely won the football game and uh i remember coming back the next week and you know before any real big game a lot of times the coaches really push you harder that week to, to make sure you got their attention and i remember standing in the huddle and kim helton uh, came up to me, he was the offensive line coach, and, you know, started just grinding on us about what we're not doing, this and that, and we're not working hard. And I, I don't even know what prompted me to say it, but I just I just looked at him right in the face. I'm surprised he didn't punch me, but I said, hey, coach, I, look, I, I, I mean, it's serious because you didn't talk back. You know, you don't talk back. And I says, hey, coach, I just want you to know you can't work us hard enough. I just want you to know that. So you just – and I just – that's, we had a meeting of the eyes, and, uh, and you know, I think around that time was when the players started taking over. And I wasn't disrespectful, and, but I let them know, he, you're not going to work us hard enough. You can, you're not going to break us. You can go bring in some other people and try and break them, but the people that are here now, you are not going to break. And, uh, and I think, you know, Mario is – Coach Cristobal is getting – is getting that type of player there. And again, it's by example, Joe, you know, it certainly wasn't by, it certainly wasn't by being the best player, but it's by example. And you just, the leaders will come to the top and, you know, the great players as they come to the top, that doesn't always mean they're going to be great, great leaders, but that always surfaces. And and again, I'll say again, and I believe it, you know, it's work ethic. It's, you're not causing any problems. You're the first one in the last one out. 
You, they can't break you. You don't complain. If you get hurt, you practice. If you're injured, you practice. You you do everything that that nobody else will do, and, uh, and and that usually is the sign. And I think Cam Kitchens is a perfect example of that. And I think you know Matt Lee is a perfect example of that. And you and I talked about it during the broadcast when he was um, he was uh, you know looked like he got dinged up and. I can tell that I can tell you he's not coming out. He's not coming out. Now he ended up coming out and they sat him, but he, that guy's if that if that game was on the line, he'll come out for one play and you're going to have to you're going to have to give him a tranquilizer to get him off because he's not coming off. And those are those are your leaders or guys that just won't won't succumb to anything uh in their way. Well, history shows that you are right because you beat East Carolina 31 to 6 and uh won six straight games after telling your coach you can't break us you won six straight games beat East yeah. Carolina, Penn State, Florida State, Virginia Virginia Tech, North Carolina State and then finished that season by demolishing Notre Dame 37-15 and would have gone to a major bowl game but uh had a little problem with the NCAA that season uh but uh, it turned out to be a great year. It was a misunderstanding, Joe. That a misunderstanding. Was a misunderstanding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was crazy was you beat Penn State, and then the, then the NCAA came in like Tuesday of that week, uh, Florida yeah. State week, and, and didn't bother your team because you went up uh, to Tallahassee and beat Florida State 27 to 19 after beating number one Penn State. So that showed great resilience and toughness and leadership. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, back on the show. We have DBJ back with us. All right, let's uh, dive into this Georgia Tech thing a little bit more. This quarterback who, uh, Haynes King, Under Armour All-American, struggled at Texas A&M, but at Georgia Tech, his first five games, he's got three 300-yard passing games. So he can throw the football. Yeah, he can, Joe. And I'm cracking up a little bit because, like you said, he's he's a guy that struggled at A&M, but He's 15 touchdowns, four interceptions, and 1,480 yards. And, I mean, he's a guy that, you know, you got to remember when he was at A&M, he put up a heck of a fight against Alabama. He threw threw for, like, two touchdowns and over 250 yards when he he did that. And he's a player. He's got got all the intangibles that you look for in a quarterback. He's got size. He does have the experience uh, in the Southeastern Conference. As, as a starter at uh, Texas A&M, and he had seven starts out there. And then, you know, he brings the game to the ACC. And uh, Coach Cristobal, I don't know the highest compliment you can give a guy. Is I, I, he recruited him hard when he was at, at Oregon. And you watch him close. He's got everything you want. But I think the thing that he does quite well that probably hasn't been talked about enough is is how good he is at running the football. You know, they'll do a quarterback draw with him. They'll uh, get him involved in in the run game, and and he has that option to take the outlet 
and pick up yards with his feet. So he's he's a handful. That's that guy. I think anybody in the country would be happy to have them on, have him on their roster. How does that happen, though? How do you, you know, what? I, you know, sometimes a change of scenery is good, but uh, he didn't make it past the first game at A and M last year. And you you watch him play for Georgia Tech, and you go, well, yeah, he he does look like an Under Armour All American. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I think sometimes, Joe, it's it's not necessarily about the performance or the ability. Sometimes the chemistry isn't right where you're at. You know, I mean, I, I got to believe that that has something to do with it. But also, while he was there, they went out and got, um, you know, the, the Wigman, Wigman's on the roster. And yeah. uh, they've got a lot of depth. You know, Mark Rick's nephew is is on the roster. He started a bunch of games at LSU. And, you know, and, and it's just a competition. And guys now, you know, the other part of it is, it's easy for anybody to leave. You know, you, you, sometimes you just – they can pack up and leave and, and be gone, and, and that's it. And, and that's how they look at it is they're not happy here, and maybe I'm just going to pick up my ball and go somewhere else. I, you know, that could be a part of it too. Georgia Tech is 14th in the league in defense, 427 yards a game. Um, they're 129th in the nation in rushing defense. They've given up at least 35 points in three of five games. Bowling Green was 10 for 17 on third downs and went for 450 yards. A sidebar note on that, I was listening to Jim Harbaugh talk uh, earlier in the year because Michigan was going to play Bowling Green, and he was talking uh, favorably about some of the stuff that Bowling Green runs uh, with their head coach. Uh, That being said, Georgia Tech changed their, their defensive coordinator uh, what does that mean for Miami? You know, I think it, fortunately for Miami, it may not mean a ton because, first of all, the guys on staff that they changed with, and you can't in, in three, in, in really three days of practice or four days of practice, I don't know how they do it up there, you're not really going to be able to change the terminology. Um, you might be able to, to change some of the players. You know, you might be able to put some guys in that, you have a different opinion on than the other defensive coordinator. And, you know, that's the guy that ultimately makes the decision on personnel, he and the head coach, I'm sure. So that you may see some personnel changes and uh, you might see some different down and distance calls. But I think overall, everything's going to be pretty close to what you saw. And you, you just hope that maybe that was done also to send a message that, you know, we're not going to stand for this. We're not going to stand uh, to come out and, and take the field and drive the first two drives and put points on the board and then pack it in and think that we can just meander through another 50 minutes of football, and, and, and that's good enough. So, you know, the coach is a new first-time head coach. I mean, he got, I guess, what, he gets eight games last year, and um, this is his first full year, and there's a lot of guys on uh, Georgia Tech's team that came through the transfer portal anywhere from Texas A&M. They got a couple guys from there. They've got a guys from, from Minnesota. They've got guys from the university of Georgia and from Texas. And so, you know, there's uh, a lot of guys that you have to make sure understand what your culture is going to be. And I think that's, that's probably the biggest move is the coach sending a message that it starts with the, it starts with this staff and, the next thing is going to start with players being sat down. 
Yeah, they, they definitely, I mean, you look at their receiving core. Leary's from Alabama. Uh, yeah. Blaylock is a transfer from Georgia. Uh, Jana is a transfer from Duquesne. Lane is a transfer from Texas A&M. Singleton is a freshman, and he can fly. Rutherford is from down here. Went to Chaminade High School. Not Chaminade, Chaminade in Miami. Uh, and then on defense, uh, on their defensive line, they got a whole bunch of – Kevin Harris is a transfer uh, from Alabama. Uh, they, got, they got a bunch of transfers. Got a guy from Auburn. So they hit the portal very hard. They, they really did. And, you know, the thing that you got to realize is <laughs> they've got five stars. Yeah. You know, some of these portal some of these portal guys have won national championships. Some of them have five stars coming out of high school. Uh, if you look at the roster as far as it hasn't shown through in, in wins and losses now, but you look at the roster as far as where these players were on this on this Georgia Tech roster when they were coming out of high school, they got as good of rankings as anybody. You know, you go start with the Haynes King. I mean, but you know, you go to the you know, I look at I look at some of these guys, and and Blaylock was a, the number one receiver in the nation. Yeah, he was. And yep, he was the number one. And he won a, and he won national championships at Georgia. And you know now he's he's now he's at uh, Georgia Tech. So I mean, and he's a big guy, six one, two hundred pound plus guys, and uh, it's just amazing where the talent shifts are right now. And how quickly, if you can, and I think this is a huge compliment to the University of Miami program. It's one thing to bring all these guys in from all over the country. It's another thing to create a culture with that much turnover and create an understanding of expectations. And, you know, right now through, you know, the first four games of the season, Coach Cristobal and that staff gets an A for that because they, they the young men that are on this Miami team, they really have bought in uh, on the culture and the expectations and, and everything that goes with it. So uh, you're, they seem to still be having some issues at Georgia Tech with that. And, you know, again, we credit Coach Cristobal for, for being able to, to make sure that not only are you getting five-star talent, but you're getting a five-star attitude and a five-star work ethic. Uh, Scott Loeffler is the head coach at Bowling Green. I was listening to Harbaugh talk, Jim Harbaugh talk, on his radio show before Michigan played Bowling Green. And I, I guess Harbaugh knows Loeffler, and I think Loeffler coached at Florida. He's supposed to be a quarterback guru, but Harbaugh says he runs some good stuff. We're going to have to steal some of that for our own team. Well, sure enough, he got Georgia Tech on on some of those things. and uh, But it was a shocker uh, to Georgia Tech. Uh, but I just think that, you know, they've played Miami tough. Um, I look back at some of those games where Miami lost to Georgia Tech because Miami missed the field goal. They threw a fake punt for a touchdown. Jeff Thomas dropped the punt up there. Uh, I you go back to 2004 when uh, Calvin Johnson made a great catch in the Orange Bowl and broke Miami's heart. So they're always hanging around when they play Miami. I think this is going to be... Uh, I, I don't want to, I, I, I don't think Miami wants this game to go to the fourth quarter. I think you'd like to put this thing to bed as soon as you can. Well, and that's fortunately Miami has um, started fast in every single game uh, this year. And they've, 
and they've also played 60 minutes. I think that's equally as important. You see, you know, Georgia Tech didn't do that. Georgia Tech did not play 60 minutes. They played first two drives and then slowly disintegrated. And I think uh, you, you look at this this football game, and if you're Miami, and you and I know Coach Cristobal, he, he won't talk about uh, anything past the next thing that's in front of him. He's not talking about tomorrow or two days or four days. And, he, and he's really making sure that these players uh, have that mindset as well. And they, the players understand that the Georgia Tech against Bowling Green is not the Georgia Tech for the, the four games before that. They understand that. And it doesn't matter if they are or if they're not. It's really about the performance Miami's going to put on the field, not what Georgia Tech has done in the past or is going to do now. All right. Uh, sorry for a technical snafu, but I'll see you tomorrow on the practice field. We'll take a look at the uh, Canes midweek as they get ready for Georgia Tech. And then Saturday, we'll kick that thing off at 8 o'clock. It'll be a long wait, uh, but I can't wait. So looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, Joe. I appreciate you having me on and, and have a good evening. And I will see you tomorrow at practice. All right. Don Bailey Jr. joining us here on the Hurricane Hotline. You know what everybody searches for? Peace of mind. Peace of mind, that's what people search for. Where do you get your peace of mind? Well, some do it through jogging or getting ready for a marathon. Some do it by going to a yoga class. Some do it by sitting in the backyard. Some do it by just maybe going over to the beach and looking out at the ocean. Peace of mind. You know where you get peace of mind? A beautiful car or a great car deal. And you know where you get peace of mind when it comes to your new car? Williamson Buick GMC because at Williamson Buick GMC not only do you get peace of mind you're going to get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle in a new Buick from Williamson Buick GMC new Buicks are arriving every single day at Williamson this means Williamson Buick GMC is absolutely going to have the new Buick you are looking for nothing worse than to go shopping and ruin your peace of mind by not having what you're looking for. Not going to be the case when you go to Williamson Buick GMC. Encores and Visions, Enclaves, and more. All at Williamson. Get the most out of the South Florida lifestyle and experience the new Buick from your premier Buick dealership. Williamson Buick GMC, located on US-1, just south of the Palmetto, where you're going to find peace of mind. Williamson is Miami. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.